Welcome back, Generation Zion. This is Robbie. I'm very excited for this episode, and I'm here with Rachel. I'm back. <laughs> I'm I'm here, living life. It's yeah. been a crazy year so far. Honestly, 2022 hectic. Yeah. I I don't know what to say, but I will say that life is is good. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have her on. It feels. I feel like I haven't recorded with her in a really long time. So honestly, very though. exciting. But we have a guest today. So can you introduce yourself? I can. I am Spencer, and I'm here with Rachel and Robbie today. I'm super excited to be with you all. I was talking to Robbie last week about the podcast and how I thought it would be cool to be on a podcast. And then she's like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" So that's why I'm here with them today. So it yeah. should be super good. Yeah. Yeah, a podcast enthusiast to help us and. You know, he asked about podcasts. He was curious about it. He asked, which goes perfectly along with our topic for today, which is asking for help. Yeah, asking for help. Yeah. I mean, before we get into that, do you want to talk about, like, your week? I mean, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Let me think. Because I'll ask you about your week, Robbie. How was your week, Robbie? <laughs> um, it was pretty good. I... Got to play with some kindergartners on Wednesday. That was really fun for my practicum. I'm not, like, weird. Um, and they, like, wanted me to swing them and, like, do the underdog for them. And that was, like, super fun. Nice. And I love hanging out with kids. Um, and then I got a lot of overdue assignments done. So oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Productivity. Productivity. Yes. So that's pretty much how my week went. What about you, Rachel? How was your week? Thank you for asking, Robbie. Well, um... <laughs> The week's been good. Um, definitely tiring. I am exhausted and up to my head. Um, midterms have been going crazy, and I've had to really figure out how to just kind of get a hang of things. You know how mm -hmm. with, like, midterms, it's, like, really testing just how well you understand the material. And you you don't know how well you understand the material until you get in there and are like, <laughs> I have no idea so what I learned or what this class is about. Yeah. I thought I did, yeah. but apparently I don't. Um and so that's been interesting is just trying to get a hang of that. Midterms are horrible. They suck. <laughs> I just, I hate tests. Yeah. I don't do well in tests. And so. I think you'd be kind of weird if you were a fan of them. I know I, people I'd be a who are worried. though. Yeah, that's weird. Anyways, um, how was your week, Spencer? Um, It was pretty good. Yeah. Things have been going well. Um, Honestly, like I was kind of surprised um, I didn't get assigned too much homework or anything like that for spring break, Same. which was a big blessing. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But it's been good. I didn't do anything too crazy. One thing that was fun, um, I don't know if you guys knew about this, but on Wednesday night, the university and the institute put on an event with Dallas Jenkins. I remember hearing about that. How yeah, was it? It was super good. He's the director of The Chosen. He came and spoke to all of us, and it was super fun. That's, like, really cool. He got asked lots of interesting questions, and it was just cool to see, like, the ideas behind The Chosen, how it came about. And it was awesome to hear, like, his testimony of Jesus Christ and, like, how much he thinks about God and Jesus Christ, even though he's, like, not a member of the church. It was super cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's amazing when you have those experiences and are able to see just how much, how God's a part of everyone's life. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't have to be of the same belief or, like, church. Exactly. But it's everyone's version of him where they just, they know him. And the closer you are to him, the... The stronger your testimony is and how really it all stacks up together and how it's we so can true. all uplift each other. Yeah. That is really cool. I'm kind of sad I missed it, but. It's all good. I, I think it was streamed on YouTube. So maybe I you should go it. look it up or something. Oh, but. Yeah. 
that would be super cool. Okay, we can, now that we've talked about our weeks, we can get into the topic about asking for help. So, um, I guess just, have you ever had a time in your life where you've had to ask for help or like, does something come to mind specifically, Spencer? (laughs) I, I, I think school right now for me has been a really humbling experience. A lot of my classes right now are pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've been pretty humbled recently having to ask for help from others, from TAs, from professors, because, like, I, I can't figure this out on my own. I've tried, and it does not work. So yeah. that's what comes to mind immediately. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think similarly, I've been struggling with school more than I've ever struggled in my life. And it's not even... I agree. Yeah. It's not even, like, not understanding the material. It's just not having the motivation to do it. Uh-huh. I have no motivation to get my homework done. And so, yeah. And so I've like been looking into it. I looked into it last semester a little bit with CAPS. And then this semester I've done a few different things. Like I went to the disability center and then um, just, it's been kind of hard to get help, but I've been asking. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. So that's I- been an interesting thing because I'm really bad at asking for help. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of like, pride i'm like no everything's fine with me nothing's Mm -hmm. wrong and i have like 12 overdue assignments and it's not good Uh, right now i only have eight Eight? overdue assignments hey that's That's a lot better yeah like i got i got six assignments done on friday or something like that saturday friday friday and you know slowly but surely but yeah Um, i feel with me like i i go through phases of whether or not i can ask for help or not Mm -hmm. like um I remember growing up, I hated it. Like, you know, like that, that showing of weakness. And then it became like, oh no, like you, you learn just like how much they're there to help you and how sometimes just having questions are good. But what I found that's really hard for me is I just don't know what questions I have. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to ask. And so like if it's in class, if I just, I'm lost and I just, I don't know what to ask. (laughs) That is the worst. (laughs) Right. Or just that and kind of, and the way humbling yourself to, really think about where it is that's coming from but I just I think about you know how much it's helpful and I've ha- I've definitely had experiences sadly none mm-hmm. are coming to mind specifically of a time that I've had to ask for help but I've also been on the receiving end of that where as like a teacher's assistant for an LM like a private school back home mm-hmm. over the summers I used to do that in high school and for one of the activities like you had to ask the teacher or like the kids had to figure out a puzzle. And one of them was like, at the end you had to ask like the, me, the teacher's Mm -hmm. assistant for the prize. Yeah. And it was interesting seeing that and how like the kids were trying to figure it out on their own and wouldn't ask. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. I mean, that was literally me this past week. I had this physics assignment I was working on all week, slaving away at it. And I could not figure it out. When I finally went and asked one of my friends, Blair, for help. Literally, we were together for like 10, 15 minutes, and suddenly it all made sense. Yeah. It's amazing how that works. Like when you actually just turn to someone and ask for help, everything can come together a whole lot more easily. And like, honestly, if I'd asked for help earlier on, I wouldn't have wasted so much time and effort and just like the sadness and the fact I couldn't figure it out and frustration. (laughs) Right, right. So even though it does require some effort to ask for help, it, it benefits. It does benefit. I think it's just hard. And so what do you guys are, think are some of the reasons that keep us from asking for help? I know we mentioned it, but like... Yeah, I think my biggest thing is like 
having to be vulnerable with somebody and mm-hmm. tell them exactly what I'm struggling with. Cause I think I put on a front that everything's fine mm-hmm. and I'm good and everybody can rely on me. Yeah. And so I don't want to admit that I actually am struggling with something. And like, I'm a very emotional person too. So usually when I like bring up my flaws, I will cry and I don't want to cry in front of people. So yeah. that's another one, but that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Spencer? Um, I think I'm super similar to you in that it's hard to be open and like let others see that I'm struggling with something. I think beyond that too, sometimes I get in this weird mindset where I'm like, if I figure this out, my if figure this out myself, it's better. Like I'll know this better. Like if it's in school, if I figure this out for myself, I'll remember better. But if I don't actually figure it out for myself, then it obviously doesn't help me at all. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I mean, so I. I agree. Like, it's really hard being vulnerable and kind of doing that and showing that you're weak. You're weak. Again, yeah. knowing what questions to ask and, like, the pride mm-hmm. of just trying to do that. But what I found also is kind of, like, the stigma that comes yeah. from asking help. Like, so I am in STEM. I'm studying engineering. And there's this really big stigma kind of as, like, most of the classes are, are male. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like there's this pressure, I think, a lot of times, especially with, like, females in STEM that we have to – know everything we kind of have to earn our place at the table yeah even just to be in the class and it's hard to kind of be like hey like going up to your classmate and asking for help or the professor especially because sometimes that comes off as the people like that you you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's the stigma that comes around it is really hard to break yeah. but it's also not healthy yeah yeah, yeah. and then i feel like that is so true to like just people will see you as lesser. Like that's in my in my brain. If people know that I'm struggling with this, then they're going to think that I'm not. Like this is what's happening at work actually. I, I do need some help with like keeping my like time, like time management and stuff and um, being more accountable for s- some things. But I'm afraid that if I bring it up to my boss that he's going to think that I'm not capable, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I've been struggling with. But we have like some other things that we've listed that yeah. are hard, like, to ask for help. Um, so we had requires a lot of vulnerability, which we did talk about. Admitting you can't do something by yourself. Recognizing weakness in ourselves. And that's really hard to admit. And then losing some control. So this is, like, my thing, too. Like, if somebody else knows about it, that means that they... It doesn't mean that they have to become involved, but they... Once I invite them, they're all of a sudden involved and all of a sudden they, like, yeah, know about it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, whoa. Like, I told you about it, but I don't want uh-huh. you to do anything about it. Anyways. No, they should. They should. But they but, don't have to. And I think that's important yeah. to recognize. Yeah. That's true. And then, like, it's now out in the open. So, like, it's mm-hmm. no longer something that, oh, maybe it's not even, like, an actual thing that I'm struggling with. It's just something that I'm making up. Like, but once you tell somebody, now it's real. Yeah. And um, it's hard to recognize that it's really a problem or it's a struggle you actually have. Yeah. And then and then the other thing that I mentioned earlier with trying to figure out some mental health issues is that it's a long road ahead. Once you admit that something is wrong, um, then you have to, like, get diagnosed or you have to, like, go to a therapist or take medicine or, you know, so there's, like, a long process that comes with that that could be really hard to accept which is why you don't even take the first step to start so yeah. does anybody have anything um no I mean that the last one I was just thinking about how right sometimes we don't want to admit to ourselves because we don't want to have to put in the work yeah or we're afraid again of the kind of what we see um 
through society, like through their eyes, the stigma of like, you know, having a mental health problem of like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I have depression. So then obviously like, you know, the stigma that comes with that. And we don't want to have to bring that on ourselves by, I guess, making it open. But it's so true. Just it's hard. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's just so important that we recognize, though, that, like, when we do get vulnerable and ask for help, it can really be helpful. Just yesterday, this is kind of random, but I was watching, I think it was, like, Instagram Reels or something. Yeah. But there's this one that came from, I think it was, like, a mental health therapist or something. They were talking about how, like, oftentimes when we're experiencing hard things, be it emotions or just struggles in school or whatever, we tend to run away from them. And they related it to a Chinese finger trap. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those, right? And like in a Chinese finger trap, if you have your fingers in it and you just try to run away, you just try to pull, you know, then you're stuck, right? You can't get out. But when you slow down and when you, in this case, ask for help and just recognize that it's actually an issue and try to fix it and just loosen up and just calm down, then you're able to actually feel free. And that's like with the Chinese finger trap, when you like let your fingers move in and just stop pulling and you can suddenly free yourself. And I think it's the same way with the struggles we experience too. Yeah. I, that's a really great metaphor and or visual. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so true. I think it's so important to ask for help and there's so many things that come from it just from what we can see, mm-hmm. right? We're not meant, we're not here alone. Like there's a reason that we have a community, we have a family, like normally like we're pretty social creatures. Yeah. yeah. We, we interact. It's because we need to, we weren't meant to be solos. We were meant to be in a tribe. Yeah. Yeah, I've always, like, I always tell people, like, if we were meant to be alone, we would. God would have put us on different planets. Like, he had the power. Yeah. Like, imagine if we were just, like, all alone. That would suck. It would not be fun. <laughs> but he put us here together because we need each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's important to utilize the people because everyone has uh, experiences. And sometimes we're given the experiences we are to help people. Like, I remember in high school, this is going to kind of seem off topic, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um in high school, there was one year where I, my class schedule was messed up. It was so bad. Like it wasn't any of the classes I needed or wanted to take. So I had to go in and figure out for myself how to do it. And then the next year, one of my like best friends at the time, that happened to her. And she was freaking out. She was really, really worried about it. She couldn't handle it just because it was, a lot of stuff was going on in her life and it was just mm-hmm. one more stress. And I was able to come in. She let me know what happened. And I was able to come in and help her and be like, hey, this is what I had to do and go through the steps. So she was able to change it. Yeah. And I just think about that, about how a lot of times we have to kind of get out of our heads and be like, hey, you know what? These people are here to help me. These people have gone through the same classes that I have. They know. They know how hard it is. Or, hey, this is what, you know, you find out once you ask questions. The entire class is struggling. Yeah. Like everyone is so failing. True. Like you have to admit it in order to actually fix something sometimes. Yeah. And so if the entire class is having a hard time, you can form a study group and help everyone. Yeah. Or the teacher will like become aware that something is hard that they didn't really realize or yeah. recognize was hard. And it's just because somebody asked for help. So Exactly. Yeah. And then I think like relating it back to just our relationship with Heavenly Father I'm so stubborn sometimes with asking for help with him, even though... Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, even though he already knows, and he's like, just ask me. Like, I feel like sometimes I have to, like, reach a certain point, and then I can ask him once I've put in enough work. Like you were saying, like, oh, Mm -hmm. if I, like, figure this out by myself, like, it'll be better. But 
he wants us to ask him for help, like, especially when it comes to things like temptation and like repentance and stuff like that. He doesn't Mm -hmm. want us to not have him with us while we're like trying to get closer to him, you know? Yeah. And that's always been a misconception in my mind. I'm like, okay, well, I, I sinned. So he doesn't want anything to do with me until I fix this. But that's just not true. He wants us to involve him while we are getting back onto the right path and repenting and using the atonement. Exactly. That came to my mind of just, you know, how it's the idea of like works and grace, right? And how a lot of times we have this thing of like, oh, his grace will come in after I've done everything, Uh but it's not. That is not it. I heard something that was really once really good about that because like we always have the idea that it's by grace that we are saved after all we can do. But I think all too often we think it's by grace that we are saved after we do everything. But that's exactly. not the case. It's after we all we can do. After we do like what we can, he comes in and does everything else and fills in that gap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, sorry. Go I was ahead. gonna say, so with that, it's he he's there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like his grace and his mercy it covers everything. He just wants us to work with him. And we can do so much more when we work with him. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how I th- I remember hearing about this where, um, you know, it's kind of like that thing of like nothing's impossible. Like, or God's not going to give us more than we can handle. Yeah. yeah. But it's with him. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, with his help. <laughs> you know, like it's not, he didn't give us this thing so we can do it alone and he can see how strong we are. It's so that he can see us come to him and ask him for help, and he will guide us. Yeah. He will give us the extra strength or what we need at that time. Yeah. I think that something can help that can help us too when it comes to asking others for help is recognizing that oftentimes others are the way that God helps us, right? Yes. Yeah. I have yes. seen so many times that God puts people into my lives at the time that I need it, right? And, mm-hmm. like, his hand is most often seen for me in others and the way they help me. Yeah. yeah. And... I guess how, what are ways that we can, you know, go and actually improve on asking others for help? Like, how can we make it, I guess, in a way easier or just how can we get ourselves to do it? Like, what are ways, what are steps that we can do? I think for me, it's important to remind myself that if somebody came to me for help, I would not be like, oh, they couldn't do it on their own. They like we never do that. No, like I I appreciate that they thought of me and that they wanted me to help them. Mm-hmm. And I never feel like oh they they just they couldn't do it on their own. That's not something that comes to my mind. So when I think of it myself, I have to like cross reference to like how yeah. I would respond um when I when I ask for help because I know I feel like I assume that I'll make people uncomfortable or I'll annoy them or they'll think that I'm like terrible, mm-hmm. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense um, if I ask for help. But if somebody ever asked me for help or ever opened up and like admitted something that they were struggling with, I would not think, oh, they can't do anything. And yeah. this weakness of theirs is like terrible. Like I don't even think of it as a weakness. I'm just like, wow, they like opened up to me about something that's hard for them. You know, and that's, I feel like that strengthens our relationship and I appreciate that moment. So. Yeah, for sure. I think oftentimes too, you find that people really like helping others. They like being asked to help. I know for me, like I love helping others. Just a couple of weeks ago, um, I, I was like in 
Um, it was like a, I don't even know what it was. I was doing homework one afternoon and was just stuck. And I had a friend call me and she's like, hey, I'm going to pick up my car from the auto body shop. Could you help me out and like give me a ride? And it was the best thing ever. Like <laughs> granted it was because I was getting a break from homework and all that. But like it felt good to just go and help her, drive her. You know, it was like a good like 20 minutes on the other side of town. But it felt super good. And I think if we remember that sometimes when we ask others for help, we're blessing them too because we're giving them an opportunity to serve and feel good, then it makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I think that that's important to remember just kind of what it's like to be on the other side Mm -hmm. of that. And when we can humble ourselves, and I guess in a way, like, we have to get over ourselves. Like, I know this sounds bad, (laughs) but I heard it in Institute. And it's like, we have to get over ourselves where we have to not let ourselves hold us back anymore. Yeah. We have to stop kind of, in a way, being like so like self-centric and kind of just, in a way, just get out of our minds Mm -hmm. and notice that life doesn't revolve around anybody, not ourselves, but not another person. And we matter and what we need matters, but that no one is going to be offended by us asking a question or we're not going to hurt anyone yeah. by asking a question or they're not going to get annoyed at us. Honestly, I know one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to like, I'm going to make someone's life more complicated. Right. Yeah. Or I am going to like take up their time. But when we realize that they are in charge of their own time and if they can't help us, they'll say, no. they'll say no, or they'll, yeah. they'll tell us or, that but it's just putting yourself out there and trying and getting over yourself yeah or even if they don't know that or even if they what am i saying if they do think that it's annoying and they still say yes that's not your fault anymore like Mm -hmm. and honestly it's a good learning experience for them in that case yeah yeah like if they're if they are telling you that they can help you and they have a bad attitude about it that has nothing to do with you and you're not really the one who made that bad attitude happened that was on them you know Mm -hmm. and also just to like this is kind of like not on topic but it is um i sometimes find that once i ask for help i realize i can do it myself yeah once i get to that point like just the other day um i was in institute and i really didn't I was with my roommate, Alicia, and I really did not want to drive because we were planning on going and getting some food afterwards, but I really didn't want to drive and I hate driving and she knows that. And so I'm like, I know this would be inconvenient, but would you be okay with us like switching cars so that you can drive to Mm -hmm. get food? And she was like, that wouldn't be inconvenient, but I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then once I asked her, I was like, just kidding. I can do it myself. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I just needed to know that you would for me if I needed to. So yeah. that was just another cool. thing. Right, it's like having that backup. And yeah. a lot of times I find there's so many different ways to get help. And just because you ask for help doesn't mean you're asking that person to do that something for you. Sometimes for me, like my like cry for help is like, I just need a wall to talk to you. Like I just need someone to bounce ideas off of. Like mm-hmm. if I'm stuck, I'm like, okay, I just need you to stand there and I'm going to talk at you. I don't actually want you to respond. (laughs) Yeah, I just want you to listen so that it's out of my head so my head's not spinning it and I can kind of just figure out what I'm missing. Yeah. And so help comes in so many different ways. And I think when we realize that and we know what we need, we can ask for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think what's cool too is when we recognize that just like sometimes you need a person to talk to, right, just to – 
like bounce ideas off of and stuff. Heavenly Father wants to be that person so oh, very badly, right? Yeah. I I think like some of the times that I've come closest to my Heavenly Father has just been when I'm talking to him, right? When I'm just like letting it all out. It's like, Heavenly Father, I can't handle this all. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I need your help. And just as I unload, like I feel like I can really feel him listening to me and loving me even with everything that I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, asking for help and like getting gives us a chance to get to all to know people. Mm-hmm. Like God gives us that. And so we're able to kind of become closer to those around us too. Because honestly, the friends that I'm closest to are the ones that I talk to and I get help from or they help it's me. true. Yeah, like the ones I know all of their deepest, darkest secrets and all of their weaknesses. <laughs> it makes me love them more. Like cause... you don't have to. But like, yeah, you don't have to, but I'm, I'm just saying the people that I'm closest to are the ones where I, I know their weaknesses and it's not that like, I love them despite those weaknesses. I love them with, with those weaknesses yeah. and I appreciate that they have those weaknesses and that we have different weaknesses and we can help each other. Mm-hmm. And that, that is just like a beneficial relationship. Um, and I don't know, I've just never seen somebody's weakness as like, a burden for me. I'm just like, okay, you know, like they, they struggle with that and I want to help them, you mm-hmm. know? I think what you brought up there is a good point of how we all have different strengths and weaknesses. When you recognize that, then everything just becomes a whole lot easier because things that we struggle with are others that are things that others find easy. And so as we can like build off of each other, then it, we grow even stronger together. And I think, like, of course, that's one of the biggest reasons I believe that Heavenly Father wants us to be able to, like, find an eternal companion so we can help each other out, right? So we can ask for help from one each other and figure things out together in that same way. That's why he gives us friends and family and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I think also what comes with that when you have a strength and you're having a hard time understanding how it could be somebody else's weakness, um, just, like, humble. Yeah, being gracious about it with them too. Because mm-hmm. like even if it's not a real issue for you, just recognizing that it is for them. Yeah. And like cause you'd expect that from another person. Like if you mm-hmm. went out if you went and told somebody who's like really good at budgeting and you were terrible <sighs> at budgeting, you wouldn't want them to be like, Oh, well, it's easy because of this and this and this. Like that doesn't that doesn't feel good. You're like, <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. I'm just struggling and I shouldn't be struggling. But like if you're like, Oh, I recognize that this is hard for you. Let me help you with this. And this is what I do. Cause like it comes easy because you already have those ways of like, you know, figuring it out. You already learned it. Yeah. yeah you already know it. And it may- maybe it comes more naturally to you, but there's still those like steps that somebody just might be missing. Yeah. So you just need to like self-reflect and be like, okay, why is this easy for me? What do I do that makes this easy? And then like giving that to other people. Yeah. I think it's, important with like right because part of like giving is also receiving and so with that like how can we like be the help right how can we help others and like be there for being open to receive it like being asked for help if that makes sense and it's like that what you were saying being gracious but what are other ones right so we have like being gracious like be i said that but yeah i think one that is super good that i found like pretty effective is just always offering to help like whenever you can and you get turned down a lot like it's really yeah. real when you offer to help people with their homework people don't want it or you offer like, to help no. people with like just stuff they're doing with like family or like school or anything but if you keep asking like people will eventually say yes especially mm-hmm. when they're struggling i think sometimes like 
we're surprised, but all someone's waiting for is for someone to ask, hey, yeah. so do you true. need help? Yeah, or they don't realize it until somebody asks and they're like, wait, I do need help with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so part of that, like, you know, I really like what you're saying. So like being gracious and then offering, offering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. just being open to offer. And I think part of that also is just being like a friendly face. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like just talking to them and being like, hi, just saying hello and just getting to know someone. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite color, Spencer? What's my favorite color? <laughs> yes. it's, it's a bit of a complicated question. You know, I usually tell people blue because, you know, it's like, it's a classic. But honestly, I like black. It goes with everything. So I'll, I'll say that my favorite color is black. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But so with that, I got to know you. I know your favorite color. Right? That wasn't scary, right? No, it wasn't <laughs> scary. Weird to ask. And I think part of it, like learning to ask for help or like, for people to receive help is for you to ask questions that don't often involve, you know, the problem that they're having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what they need is like just someone like to get to know them first. This is true. Yeah. And so get to know them, ask them questions. I think that's super important because people don't want to feel like a project. They don't want to exactly. feel like someone who's just being worked on or the only reason you're friends with them is because you want to help pull them out of whatever hole they're in, you know. They want to have yeah. a genuine good relationship with you. And you don't want to be viewed that way either, viewed yeah. as somebody who is needing help and like that's all that somebody sees like there's so much more to people than their weakness and what they need help with and i think that's important for us to remember as well there is so much more to us yeah and our weaknesses are what things that are holding us back for sure Mm -hmm. and we need to go and god wants us to reach our full potential the people we love want us to reach our full potential so we need to not hold ourselves back to reaching our full potential even that if that involves getting people to help us yeah. Or asking for that help. You know, something I thought was super interesting as I was pondering about asking for help this past week, I thought about um, the example of the most perfect person ever, the Savior, right? He was <laughs> literally perfect. Like, he did not have any struggles, you know, like he, he could overcome sin, overcome temptation, but yet he always asked people for help. Did you guys ever notice that? Like, the Savior, even being perfect, he, like, asked the apostles to go and heal people for him. Yeah, right? he, he asked did. people to go do stuff for him. He asked others to help him out. And I thought that, I don't know, I think that's something we can learn a lot from. Because yeah. even the Savior, without weakness, asked for help. Yeah, he's a pretty perfect example of how we're supposed to live our lives. And, yeah, I, I just think about, like, John the Baptist is like, I don't need to mm-hmm. baptize you. You're perfect. And he's like, will you baptize me? Like, yeah. please. <laughs> you know, that was other people. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times. And yeah. so I think that's important. I think before we close, I think it's important that we, you know, summarize kind of what we've learned. We've been a lot. We've been all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've just been talking and just discussing our ideas. And so I think it's good that we summarize it. Yeah. Right. So what are ways to summarize? What are ways that we can improve on asking for help? Just, yeah, I think just recognizing that we are not supposed to be perfect and do things on our own and we're supposed to ask people for help and we're supposed to ask Heavenly Father for help and he's guiding us through life and he wants to. Yeah, it's definitely part of the plan. I think too, recognizing that others won't judge us when we ask them for help Mm -hmm. and that sometimes they really enjoy helping and want to help us out. When we recognize that, that can be super helpful too. Yeah, Yeah, that we're not supposed to be here alone. It's not a a solo sport. Life is is a group team. I like that. Yeah. And with that, again, summarizing how we how we can be the help is by being open and gracious and getting to know the person. Yeah. And, and offering help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just trying to be that friend that everyone is looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
And I just think about how much of a better place the world would be if we all asked for help and gave it freely, you know? Yeah. I think if we just had no reservations, like I know some situations people are kind of like reluctant to help. Uh I don't want to like be super specific about it, but like sometimes it's hard to, to be, to completely let go of something else that you're doing to give help to somebody who maybe you don't think needs help or is not going to use your help in like the way that you would want them to. But does that really matter? No, it matters that you're helping them. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, I think it's just important that we all seek to get help, but also be that help. So before we close with this great time talking about how to receive and how to help, um, we would like to help out our listeners <laughs> yeah yeah with a raffle again another one, another one. all the raffles anyways so if you guys remember episode six that's uh, the same thing where you're going to be texting that number um we'll see if we'll get the number in on this description yeah i can if, definitely I, i'll put it in the description yeah so put in the description that number but ready those that answer this question correctly will be put into a raffle <laughs> Ready? Let's see how mo- how well we're all listening. What is Spencer's favorite color? What is my favorite color? If that's the real question, you you might have to go back and listen a little bit, but you'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> but if you guys answer that correctly and text it to the number before the next episode comes out, mm-hmm. you'll be put into a raffle to win an amazing prize. It's a secret. But trust me. I don't me, even know what it is. You know, sometimes we should reveal what these prizes are. We will. We will. We will reveal. We will. <laughs> but we're wanting, you know, you got to have trust. Yeah. Trust us that these are good prizes. I would not be telling you to do this if I did not think it was a good prize. We're asking you for help. We're asking you to trust us. We're asking right. you for help for us to help you. We're asking you. <laughs> help me help you. Yes. Exactly. But with that, I would just like to say thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you have a very helpful week. Bye. Bye. Bye.